Welcome back to the Brighter Web Podcast. Insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I am your co-host, Robert. Hey, and I'm Mickey. It's good to be here. Yeah, likewise, Mickey. So uh, we are talking about two exciting pieces of the website development process, sitemaps and wireframes. I think you're being kind of tongue-in-cheek with exciting, but it really kind of is. It's where a website starts to come to life, so I'm looking forward to digging in here. Every topic we talk about on this podcast is exciting. <laughs> there you if, go. If we make Always. it so. Exactly. All right. Well, let's kind of split these two pieces up uh, and talk about them kind of one at a time, yep. uh, starting with a sitemap. So for those of our listeners who aren't familiar, what is a sitemap? So a sitemap is basically just a flowchart showing the pages that need to be created for your site. Just You can picture a flowchart with boxes and lines and stuff and just kind of lay out what pages you think you need. What's going to be in the main navigation menu? What will the drop downs be if you have them? What other pages might be there? Just kind of laying out all the pages to figure out what you need, what Google might like to see best, what's easy to see for your users, how to organize. It can be kind of a messy process if you have a lot of pages to figure out how you want to group them together. Just be under our culture or about us or our products and just kind of getting all those pieces sorted out is fun and takes you a long way. It's an important first step to figure out what you're going to have. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because the, I mean, that description is kind of in the name. It is a map for your website. Exactly. It is, is laying out everything, where everything should go and how it should all fit together. Precisely. Yep. Okay. So after you've built this wonderful sitemap, like, do you just start immediately building the pages afterwards? What does the process look like from there? So we like to put one more step in between that called a content outline, kind of figuring out what content needs to be on every page. And this is tricky because when we say every page, we mean every page. You have 40 pages in your sitemap. We're going to spend some time and put some, just, just some bullets, but spend some time listing the bullet list of everything that's going to be on every single one of those pages. A lot of that will come easy. You know, this page is about this, A, B, and C. But every page should have a goal, like literally every page. Like what should a user do on that page? And the action might be just to go look at another page or to, you know, it doesn't always have to be a sale, but there should be a goal when you get to the end of a page, what happens next? And you'll see that on sites that don't think about that. They'll share a good thing about their company and then just kind of the page ends. Like there's nothing left to do. And so if a user has three or four of your competitors up in other windows too, they're going to say, well, I guess I'm done here. And then move on to the next one versus if you say, hey, learn more about our process here or get this free resource or just having that goal for every page can be tricky in some cases, but it's essential. So. Right. So you're basically starting out with a simple map of the site. You're then working on kind of an outline, fleshing out a little bit more each individual page. So it, you're really going, moving from simplicity towards the more detailed pieces of each page. Yep. With every step, we get a little more detail. Right. Exactly. So, okay, we've, we've now done the content outline for all of our pages, like, I'm ready to start writing the content for those pages. Like, am I ready yet, or is there another step in between that? You can be. It's a, it's a thing UX designers debate about quite a bit. Should you start doing a wireframe, which we'll talk about some details there in a second, or should you work on content? And really, it's kind of kind of in between. You, know, you can start a wireframe with just that content outline, because that content outline will say, hey, here's five bullets of things that need to be on this page, so you can lay out the page saying, okay, I have five elements. How do I want to lay them out? This one at the top or that one at the bottom, and move things around. But if you can get some actual content, the real content from the writer, that can be very much more helpful, I guess, to build out the page. Right. And as a content guy myself, rather than <laughs> more of a design person, like that's that's my preference is I want to build the content out and then hand it over to the designer so that person can then lay them out uh, rather than you using the lorem ipsum text. Okay, so we've mentioned wireframes. Uh, again, same thing with site mapping, that may be a new kind of term for people. They may not have heard that before. So why don't you explain a little bit more about what a wireframe is? Yep. So a wireframe is basically like a blueprint. You've seen blueprints for houses and buildings where they kind of just sketch out what it's going to look like. 
And that's really what a wireframe is. It's kind of generally a black and white sketch. Could be done on a computer, but could be done just on a piece of paper or a whiteboard. It's kind of laying out where these elements go. You know, you have all the pieces from your content outline and maybe some of the real content, but figure out the best order to put it in. What's going to draw people into the site first? What's going to make them stick? Should these things be side by side? Should that picture be full width? Just kind of figuring all those elements is super easy in a wireframe because you can erase things and erase the whiteboard, do whatever. It's not a fully built out design developed page where you're then thinking about that, where it can be trickier to move things. At this point, you should have a couple different options. A lot of times we do wireframes, we'll say, hey, this page could be done this way or a completely different layout this way. Which one makes more sense? And we'll kind of work through it that way. So those wireframes are crucial to figure out how best to lay out that content in a way that your users will appreciate and read, hopefully, and <laughs> take the necessary action. So. Yeah. It, it really, in my mind, is almost like the visualization version of that content outline. Like you're just... It's a good way to put it, yeah. Putting, yeah, you're putting boxes in place of just some text. Uh, but it's also really just a skeleton you know, with, hey, like, put the image here and put this button here. It's it's just laying out the framework so that then the de designer can put all of the, the graphic pieces over on top of it. Yep, exactly. Well said. Um, so how does this make a website stronger, right? This seems like it would take, uh, you know, a fair amount of thought and time to do all of these kind of things. So why is it worthwhile to take all of these steps in the process of doing a website? Well, I think you said part of it right there. You said it takes a good bit of thought, and that's kind of important. The more you think about your site and really plan for it versus just filling in the boxes on a template, the better off you'll be. But having it, in our case, I think the one downside to it, it's not really a downside, but it feels like it, is it makes the de design phase of a website kind of anticlimactic. Like, there's not a big, like, ta-da, here's the design. Like, we work with our clients every step of the way to figure out that content outline, lay out the wireframe. We've probably done some branding work. So you can kind of say, hey, here's the wireframe, how the page is going to look. We know our brand colors and guidelines and stuff, so you can almost picture what the final design is. Not that it simplifies it. I certainly am not a designer, and there's there's some work to be done there, but it makes the design kind of anticlimactic in a good way because it's all been thought and planned and strategized, and here's the results of what that looks like. Right. It's gradually moving towards a clear conclusion so that there's not a big surprise, maybe in a good way, but also certainly not in a bad way that, oh my right. gosh, the website shouldn't look like that. Exactly. Well, no, we've thought through all of these steps of the process. For sure. Well said. Um, and, and I can imagine as well that there's a lot more intentional work of putting the strategy in, in each piece as well. Right. Yeah, you certainly want to have strategy. Again, it, it, every page should have a goal. So let's think about what that goal might be and make sure it's included in that wireframe so it shows through in the final product. Yeah, and, and we've kind of alluded to this, but if somebody wanted to really speed up the process of the website, I don't have time for this sitemap and wireframe stuff. Like, I'm just going to skip those. Those don't really seem necessary. I'm just going to kind of throw something together what's the downside of that? What are you risking by kind of skipping doing a sitemap or doing a wireframe? There are cases where that can be okay. I mean, if you are on a super tight budget, super tight timeline, using something like Squarespace as a pretty template you plug into isn't always the worst way to go. But again, you're using their template, their layout, and just kind of saying, oh, it's got three boxes, so I need to think of three things, even though really if you've done the strategy, you have four things to talk about. Or, you know, it's just it's just the difference between filling in someone else's template or rethinking it from the top in your own way and really telling the story that needs to be told to your audience. And so, yeah, I can make a case occasionally for, you know, small coffee shops or something just to go ahead and find a template and make it look good. But if you have a business that you need to tell the story and really engage people and get them to take an action, you need to make sure your site engages them and encourages them to take that action and take some time to work through uh, those wireframes. But they're, they're crucial to making that happen. Sure. So it's really, those can make a big difference between a template site, like you're saying, which could get you a certain distance of the, you know, the way in your business, or a truly custom 
website that is really made for your business with your audience in mind and all those pieces. Right. I was going to say, you said for your business, it's really for your audience. I mean, you're, sure. you're not even building the website for yourself at all. You're building it for your audience. And again, thinking through all this stuff will make sure that you accomplish that. Very true. Okay. Well, so if you're building a, a new website for your business or for your business's audience, exactly. more accurately, you should really consider and, and look into doing sitemaps and wireframes for your website. Yep. 100%. Okay. Well, if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes for this episode and more episodes of the podcast at abrighterweb.com.